skeptical about custom beauty, honestly, y'all, I totally get it. My feed is flooded with customize this and personalize that, all promising, you know, to fix all of our beauty, hair, and skin problems. Truthfully, I was so skeptical when I saw this brand, but I'm a total believer now. When pros says custom, they actually mean it. Their products are no gimmicks, and your formula couldn't exist without you. Each and every bottle of Pro's custom hair care and skin care is made to order and personalized with unique blends of naturally powerful and proven effective ingredients to meet your needs. Their in-depth consultation analyzes over 80 factors for a complete view of your life and beauty goals. And they get personal. Pro's covers everything from your concerns to diet, exercise, and stress levels to uncover what's impacting your hair and skin health. Did you know, for example, that Minneapolis has like weirdly hard water, which apparently was affecting my hair. So like some of the ingredients that they put into my hair care was to like deal with the fact that we have hard water. Wow. I love that. They also asked me things like, you know, because I have had a baby recently, like, am I still breastfeeding? What are my hair goals? And I also really appreciated they asked like, how much effort do you want to put into your hair? Yeah, <laughs> because like I'm at the point, you know, I used to let, yeah, I used to do those, you know, put effort into my appearance, but now it's like, I just want to be able to walk out of the door without feeling self-conscious. Um, I, this is truly such a genuine endorsement. So I've really enjoyed using these products. But don't just take our word for it. In a third-party, double-blind, dermatologist-supervised control clinical trial, this is like the gold standard of all of these trials, Pros proved that personalization works better than off-the-shelf alternatives. Try it for yourself and get your healthiest hair in 30 days or your money back. Pros is so confident that you'll love your results that they're offering our listeners an exclusive trial offer so you can see the difference custom care can make. 50% off your first subscription order at pros.com slash justbreakup. That's P-R-O-S-E dot com slash justbreakup for your free consultation and 50% off your one-of-a-kind formulas, pros.com slash justbreakup. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Welcome to Just Break Up, the Patreon edition. My name is Sierra DeMolder. And I'm Sam Blackwell. And this week we're going to talk about love songs. Love songs. Slash just relationship songs. (laughs) With our very special guest. Hi, I'm Spencer Worth Davis. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't know if you were going to say my name or I was saying my name. No, I'm going to make you introduce yourself. Hello, I'm here. He needs no introduction. People just know. Yeah. Um, So uh, we had so much fun. I I can't remember a Patreon episode that made me laugh so hard in the last year reviewing the top 10 of the top 50 love songs from some website ranked somewhere by someone. Mm -hmm. Um, So Spencer immediately texted us and was like, the episode was awesome. I have a hundred songs to, to choose for you. Let me know if you want me to do this next time. So we were like, yeah, you curate the list this time and join us. So should we just get right into it? Do we have a check in or anything? Yeah, but maybe we should like name this segment. Like how healthy is this relationship mm. in this song? Great title. <laughs> needs needs a little work, but I, I, it's a good start. I think it's great. Yeah, You know exactly yeah. what you're getting. So. Yep. <laughs> It's not not direct, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Uh, okay. So right. last time, I think the first song you did was, or one of the first songs you did was "I Will Always Love You" by mm-hmm. Dolly Parton, as performed by Whitney Houston. Yes. yes. And so, wait, wait, really, pause. How did you pick these songs? Are they your favorites, or were you just like they're just all over uh, the place? I went through Spotify, and I was like, this one would be fun. This one would be fun. And then when I got to 10, I stopped. Okay, got it. Perfect. I got it. So it's That's not great. about personal preference. It's more about content. Yeah. Curation. Yes. Got and it. like Can't how wait. Spotify fed you these songs. <laughs> a little. A little bit of that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So I wanted to start with another Dolly Parton song. 
Jolene, which one of my mm. favorite like music trivia bits is that I will always love you and Jolene were written on the same day. Lightning strikes twice, man. Just wild. Which also to me implies that they're maybe about the same person. Mm, interesting. I've never thought about that. I will always love you is about her leaving the show that she was on. So she wrote it for the the man who hosted it to say like, I'll always love you, but like you need to let me not be on the show anymore. I need to go like do my own thing. And oh. he was very hurt by that. Wasn't there also some romantic uh, component to that relationship though? Yeah. And like, I believe a pretty creepy way. Yeah. Um, so, cause she was very young and I believe he was pretty old. <laughs> Sounds about right for I, the music industry. Uh, yep. This was before she was with her. I feel this is before she was with her husband. I feel like I feel yeah. incredibly guilty gossiping about Dolly Parton because <laughs> <laughs> Dolly Parton is like so saintly. <laughs> I don't think it's gossiping. She, like I, I, she has yeah, this, no, this information like is coming from her. <laughs> yeah. Think. Yes, yeah. and I know this because I listened to that podcast about Dolly Parton. Dolly oh Parton's yeah, fantastic podcast. I heard it was awesome. Yeah. Yes. Yes, and yeah. I think it was a blind date at one point. Yes, I think you heard it was awesome from Sam and me. Yes. And you should totally listen to it if you haven't. <laughs> yes. Those, that, you that definitely should. It's really good. Okay. Um, anyway. Do, do we want to just, do you want me to read you the lyrics? Do you want to, do you want to hear the song? Do you want to Google Maybe the lyrics? Maybe read some of the best lyrics or like the most, um, okay. I, I know the song well, but sure. for our listeners. So it starts with Jolene, 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 Jolene. I'm yeah, begging yeah. of you, please don't take my man. <laughs> please don't take him just because you can. Your beauty is beyond compare with flaming locks of auburn hair with ivory skin and eyes of emerald green. Ugh, poetic. Your smile is a breath. So, of- honestly, generous of her to describe <laughs> the woman trying to like homewrecker relationship in such a nice, you know, it's, way. it is a unique perspective for sure. <laughs> yes. To be totally. describing yes. how hot the person your your ex's new partner. <laughs> I feel is. like it's very secure because you're like, listen, I get it. You're a fox. And also, please, <laughs> please don't please take stop. my man. <laughs> please let me have this. It's better than, <laughs> it's better than the, like, just, I, I don't know if this episode aired, has aired yet, but we, the last time we reviewed relationship memes, <laughs> it's better than the one that was like, when you look over at the fuck of the person you're dating or whatever, <laughs> like the stupid fuckers. <laughs> you remember uh-huh. The fucking pile of shit yeah. that he's currently dating. It's like, whoa. It's like a little bit more sophisticated than that. Sorry yeah. if this airs before that airs and y'all don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> it gets, uh, it takes a few turns. So the later in the first verse, she says, he talks about you in his sleep and there's nothing I can do to keep from crying when he calls your name. Jolene. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you could have your choice of men, but I could never love again. He's the only one for me. Well, okay. That's plenty of lyrics for me. You what, good, uh, Sam? Oh, sorry, sorry. Oh. Last line. I had to have this talk with you. My happiness depends on you and whatever you decide mm-hmm. to do. Okay. Obviously, the song is a 50 million out of 10. A banger. <laughs> And also, I got chills just hearing the lyrics. I know. Honestly. Just the, I can't do the, yep. the guitar. Oh, so are like we are like, we sure that our younger listeners know this song? They, well, if they don't, they have homework. Oh, it's just so good. Um, but your happiness is not dependent on other people. Right? Yeah, that that well, as a right. last line of the that song might... is pretty rough. Um. I like the audacity of the song, but again, the the point of this segment is reviewing the health of the relationship resent, you know, pre- represented in the song. And I'm gonna say, Ooh, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, not a not a healthy relationship. Sounds like there's sure. some like unfinished <laughs> stuff going on in there, maybe or however. I don't know it also sounds like someone who's hurting and choosing to write a song about it. Maybe not the least healthy thing you could do in that situation. No, that's also pretty, very true. But also like healthier would be like, hey, boyfriend of mine, why are you talking about this woman in your sleep? Do you actually want to be with me? Because I know I deserve someone who wants to be with me wholly and who's not settling for me. Here's the thing, though. Those 
uh, descriptions of healthy relationships aren't as relatable, and so those songs don't do as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes, Not as yep, poetic to be like. That's an issue we found in the I last woke one you up too. And then we had this conversation, and it was really vulnerable. Everyone listening would be like, "I don't. I've never experienced this. What are you talking about? This is not relatable." For sure. They'd be like, "Where's the drama?" <laughs> I do. Um, I do appreciate that she's not like mean to Jolene. Yes. Mm-hmm. She's she's like, I'm being honest here. Like, I love this man, and I'm really afraid that you're going to take him away from me. And please don't. Please think about me as you're making these decisions. Which is like, yes. A different sentiment than like a lot of cheating, especially woman songs. <laughs> woman against woman. You know, it's yeah. not like you're a home wrecking hoe. You know what I mean? Yep. It's like it's just like here's my context. Yeah. Please, like, please take this into consideration as you're deciding what to do. Yeah, totally. So also sort of how did weirdly we- leaving out that like the the third person the is, yeah has yeah. any sort of <laughs> like has some agency <laughs> and some choice in this. <laughs> You know, the history of our world is giving men all the agency and pretending they have none of it. (laughs) Yes. Exactly. Yes. (laughs) All right. Uh, Next up, we have Thank You Next by Ariana Grande. You both familiar with the song? Great song. Yes. Great song. Uh, You want some lyrics? You want like... All right, from from the top. Yes, because the only one I can think of right now is "Thank You Next." Well, that is the entire chorus, basically. <laughs> the, the, the whole chorus is "Thank You Next," "Thank You Next." I'm so grateful for my ex. Thank you next. Yes. There it is. Thank uh, you next. What's yep. the bridge like? The lead up, like one taught me pain. Yeah. So, so the first verse is she's talking about uh, her exes. Thought I'd end up with Sean, but he wasn't a match. Wrote some songs about Ricky. Now I listen and laugh. Even almost got married, and for Pete, I'm so thankful. Wish I could say thank you to Malcolm because he was an angel. And then the the part you were talking about is one taught me love, one taught me patience, one taught me pain. Now I'm so amazing. Ooh. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, for the moment, like for what she does in this song, in a fucking pop song, we were just like criticizing the, you know, representation of, of narratives in in pop songs like i think it's really healthy to be like i appreciate the lessons that i learned here and i'm like whole and moving on i don't know and then i know i know one of the later lyrics is like uh one day when i do get married i want it to be right and i'll feel really proud of myself and like thankful for my exes or whatever yeah i think that's like ignoring the underlying like mild pettiness that's in this song and i th- i do think it's like a mild which also like isn't the worst thing right no it's not it's not it's (laughs) like it's like i don't know controlling her narrative or whatever um or talking she did write like a number one pop song and like named her exes which is like a different like a I think more than just like a little petty. Yeah, like yeah, it's, that's a, what, it's a step above. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. There's like this sprinkling of pettiness in it. Most of but... them were also like independently famous, though. Yes, it's true. Like, totally. If you if you know Ariana Grande, you probably know the famous people she was dating. Like it's not. Yes, it wouldn't be yeah. too hard to figure out who she's talking about without saying yeah, yeah, Sean yeah. and Ricky and. Malcolm. Yeah, no, but so, so what you're saying is she made that choice <laughs> to like yeah, literally yes. name them. Like yes. she's like everybody knows this, but I'm gonna say their fucking but name. She's and saying social nice security things number. About them. You know, she's not yeah, saying no, totally. like it's fuck true. you guys by name. She's saying like hey, That's thanks, true. that was nice, but it wasn't for me. I, like I said, I think that other than ignoring the sprinkling of, of petty, which is just fine because we're all allowed to feel feelings after breakups. I think mm-hmm. this is like a is a holistically evolved pop song. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, and verse two For is sure. all about how much she loves herself. Yeah. It's awesome. <laughs> and then That's verse amazing. three is about... Well, she even says in the song, now she's amazing. Yeah. So. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I think it's good. You look, you, you think you're going to get married to somebody and you think everything's going to be great and you look back now and you're like, oh my God, I can't believe it was this person. I wish I could mm-hmm. say thank you to this person for the lessons that they gave me. Yeah, who, I don't know. Who I hasn't mean, thought they were going to marry Pete Davidson at some point? <laughs> Apparently all of Hollywood. So, <laughs> Yeah, there's like a never ending tab on my phone. You know, when you go to your history or like you open up like a new screen and it shows you like things. I can't get the Pete Davidson tab to like get to be deleted for some reason on my phone. And it's embarrassing <laughs> to me because I've Googled Pete Davidson just enough for it to like show up in my reoccurring history. So it's a Pete, it's a Google <laughs> search of just Pete Davidson. Yeah. Okay. 
Yeah. Yeah, sure. I'm really stressed out and invested into the... (laughs) We haven't talked about it yet. And honestly, when this airs, it's probably going to be like a month later. But I'm very stressed out and invested in the Kanye, Pete, Kim stuff that's going on. Oh. It Mm. stresses me out um, a ton. (laughs) And uh, and mm. also, like, I also participate in the cultural phenomenon, which is like why is Pete Davidson so popular? <laughs> you know, like sure. I'm yeah. curious. There's like an innocent curiosity about Pete Davidson in me. And then also like a, like a trauma response stress that I feel about everything that's going on that we haven't unpacked on the show yet because I don't really want to, but that's real. Yeah. Also, he, per- he prefers to be called yay now. So just want to be oh. respectful of his name choices. Pete Davidson Got does? It. No. <laughs> That's re- speaking of petty. Yeah. <laughs> oh shit! Just stole his name. Stole so his funny. wife. Uh, all right. Well, he did not. Um, sorry. <laughs> Just like literally stresses the whole thing stresses me out so much. Um, it sounds like it might be a good idea to to remove that. Stop googling. Search Pete from, I'm yeah. not googling it. it. I'm like literally embarrassed that it just keeps showing up. I probably googled it like four times in the span of like nine days or something, and then it's like this person loves Pete Davidson. <laughs> She's got to know. Yeah. Okay. Any other thoughts on uh, thank you next before we move on? Okay. Thank you next. <laughs> next up we have <laughs> Wrecking Ball by Miley Cyrus. Mm. We clawed, we chained our hearts in vain. We jumped, never asking why. We kissed, I fell under your spell, a love no one could deny. Don't you ever say, I just walked away. I will always want you. I can't live a lie running for my life. I will always want you. I'm not convinced. (laughs) I'm not convinced I know what the song is about so far. Well, she came in like a wrecking ball. Mm. Yeah. You tell me, Sam. She never tried so hard at love. All I wanted was to break your walls and all you ever did was wreck me. It's a song about a person who's like trying to to be with somebody who's emotionally unavailable to them. Yeah. Yeah. But like you came in like a wrecking ball and then it's just like you just hit the wall and like it didn't wreck the wall. But instead it just destroyed both of them is what the metaphor is. Uh Okay. Well, I'm fine with that metaphor. Also... The lyrics, the the non-chorus lyrics are a little unsettling for me, I think, right? Yeah, I mean, in terms of, like, healthy relationships, <laughs> this does not sound like one. Um, <laughs> it sounds like she really came in hard and fast, and this person was, like, not available for that type of intimacy. And there was, like, a lot of conflating of passion and, I don't know. Feelings. No, keep going. You're doing it. You're doing it. You're, you yeah, sounded you like. You know what I mean? Like, like it's like one of those things where you're in that relationship and you're like, oh, this is this is a true love because I'm feeling so many things, but you're not like assessing the quality or the type of those feelings. So you're just like, yeah, I'm feeling all of this anger and rage at this person. I must love them deeply. And it's like, yes. no, you just have strong feelings about that person. Oh my God. Most intelligent thing we've said all episodes so far. <laughs> oh <God>. My <laughs> ring light went out. No. Oh, well. This is me. Yeah, you look fine. (laughs) (laughs) I remembered we were on camera five minutes before we recorded. (laughs) And still chose the violence of eating an apple (laughs) on camera. Oh, it's going to get worse. The snacks cannot get better the rest of the way. I won't. That's right, y'all. You're about to see her eat a hard-boiled egg. Nine months pregnant. You, y'all can't tell me shit. I, I could eat an entire turkey on air right now, and people you can't are paying tell me us shit. ten dollars a month for the joy of watching you eat a hard boiled egg. I'm not gonna eat the hard boiled egg. I'm gonna continue to eat my apple with peanut butter. People would probably pay hundreds of dollars to watch you eat various things on on camera. If we ever really want to get real experimental with the Patreon, hey. Okay, gonna continue to eat my fucking apple, you judgmental bitches. I was not being judgmental. I was restating a fact. The first thing when you sat down on camera, you said, look at all of my snacks. And you showed them to me one at a time, like show and tell. I have have trail mix and I have apple with peanut butter. Yeah, that's great. I'm happy. Okay, so this relationship, I stand by what Sam said. Okay. Everybody tried hard, but they just were inherently incompatible. And were mistaking dramatic emotions for love are we sure that the other person tried hard it sounds like they were sort of indifferent to to miley trying really hard but in the beginning he was like we jumped we jumped in 
Yeah. You know, we yeah. didn't really, I don't know. Okay. I think it's one of those things where it's like, they like love bomb you at the beginning where they're like, oh my God, I'm going to put my, I'm going to change my name in your phone to future husband. And then they like stop returning your oh text God. three days later. And it's like, <laughs> what the fuck just happened? We jumped and I came in like a wrecking ball and you episode? were like walls. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I use that example because it happened to a friend of mine. <laughs> Somebody else wrote in about that. I think, Must didn't be. they? Is there like a website where all of these like awful people just hang out and get like tips for how to ruin people's lives? <laughs> yes, it's yeah, called it's Reddit. Tinder. <laughs> <Yeah>. no. <laughs> all right, y'all know that Sam and I record every single episode of Just Break Up virtually. So I literally see this beautiful person on Zoom like multiple times a week. And every time Sam pops up into Zoom, I comment on their outfit. <laughs> And I swear, like 99% of the time, I'm like, oh my God, that outfit is so cute. Where did you get it? Sam says quince. You too can upgrade your wardrobe with luxury essentials at unbeatable prices. Quince is here to transform the way you shop with a range of high quality items priced within reach. That's right. They have 100% Mongolian cashmere sweaters for $50, organic cotton sweaters, washable silk tops, and timeless 14 karat gold jewelry. And the best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middle person and passes that saving on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and and premium fabrics and finishes. I love that. Y'all have heard me talk about my leather bag that I use as both a laptop bag and a diaper bag. And I love it because (laughs) (laughs) honestly, it looks really cute in every single circumstance that I use it. Indulge in affordable luxury. Go to quince.com slash just break up for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E.com slash just break up to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash just break up. All right, head and heart workers, you know I'm all about tackling our money shame and becoming fiscally empowered, regardless of how much money we make or how much debt we have. I think it's such a crucial step in our own self-acceptance and empowerment. That's why I love that today's episode is sponsored by Rocket Money. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. With Rocket Money, you can see all of your subscriptions in one place. And if you see something you don't want, you can just cancel it with a tap. You never have to get on the phone with customer service. They'll even try to get you a refund for the last couple of months of wasted money and negotiate to lower your bills for you by up to 20%. All you have to do is take a picture of your bill and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over $500 million in canceled unwanted subscriptions. And listen, we always talk to you about like conflict styles and open and honest communications, but honestly, save your energy and get Rocket Money to cancel those subscriptions for you. (laughs) Stop wasting money. You don't need to practice that. Yeah. We don't need to do head and heart work with like customer service representatives. You know what I mean? Like just like... Use the middle person. (laughs) Just get Rocket Money in there to help you do what you need to do. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash justbreakup. That's rocketmoney.com slash justbreakup. Rocketmoney.com slash justbreakup. All right, next one. Nothing compares to you. Popularized uh-huh. by Sinead O'Connor, written by Prince. Yes. We we both familiar? I okay. n- yeah. know the chorus, but I don't know that I know any of the Yeah. Lyrics. Okay. I need some verses. Yeah, sure. First verse. It's been seven hours and 15 days since you took your love away. The second you read those lyrics. Uh-huh. <laughs> so many emotions come. Yeah, do it. Uh, it's been seven hours and 15 days since you took your love away. I go out every night and sleep all day since you took your love away. Since you've been gone, I can do whatever I want. I can see whomever I choose. I can eat my dinner in a fa- fancy restaurant, but nothing, I said nothing can take away these blues because nothing mm-hmm. compares, nothing compares to you. 
Yeah. Such a good song. I'm I'm down with that. I'm down with the reality of heartbreak. Yeah. yeah. I, so you can order your favorite meal and that meal all of a sudden like doesn't taste as good. Yeah. For sure. Or you like go out every night and like it's just like, why am I doing this? And then you just hmm. sleep all day and you're like trying to like find something that isn't just pain, <laughs> like oh whatever God. that feeling is. But that's oh all God. you get. <laughs> The last time I was like truly heartbroken, I remember being like, I got to go out. I got to go to the gay bars. I'm going to dance. I'm going to get real pretty. And I felt shitty. <laughs> Every yeah. night I would just go home and be like, <laughs> you know, one of those nights I think Sam took me out, like chaperoned me and we fell asleep in our friend's bed. Together, with a bowl of popcorn. <laughs> eating a bowl of popcorn that we burnt and spilled all over his house and his bed. I was so. dog sitting. That didn't, that didn't uh, fix it? That didn't undo the heartbreak? Uh, I think it made me love Sam more, but I, you know. It was a delight. It was. Did you get that king size bed? We had that burnt popcorn. The king size bed, burnt popcorn, and the sheets had some like. um, Little cartoon. Illustrations of gay. uh, Erotic gay fan. Like peasant boys. Like cowboys with like big penises and like police officers with like giant butts. Yeah, yeah. It officers was with giant butts. Sheets. These were sheets. <laughs> yes. Officers with giant butts. <laughs> Spilling burnt popcorn in someone else's bed is like we a real test of that friendship. <laughs> yeah. It, I think he didn't know that we did it. So I oh, think well, we, that's probably best. Yeah. Yeah. I think eventually we told him, but he, he wasn't like, why is there popcorn in my bed? Okay, good, good, good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, the second verse has some some real banger lines too. Oh. Uh, it's been so lonely without you here, like a bird without a song. Okay, that's a fine line coming from a writer. <laughs> okay, guess we're critiquing Prince now here on our on our Patreon. We are not allowed to do that. <laughs> no, I'm just saying like that. Okay, been there. <clears throat> read that a hundred thousand times. <laughs> that's not bad. Most of you them were probably ripping off Prince. Prince. If Prince was my poetry student, a great line, a great thing you say in poetry classes is like, this is a good line, but you're a great poet or you're a great songwriter. It's like, so oh. can you turn it up a little bit? Can not, you can you push it? Now we're treating Prince like a child. This is getting Listen, better, getting better <laughs> and better. That is not a childlike thing. When you, I'm trying to say like this verse is good. It's good. But like, you're great. You're capable of greatness. Show me greatness. All right. How about. Which you do, true. Prince, on your entire, you know, R.I.P., you're a genius. I'm not trying to rip this one song. Song lyrics are different than poetry. I'm done. Continue. <laughs> How about I could put my arms around every boy I see, but they'd only remind me of you. Yeah, that's a banger. Okay. Because it's concrete. How is that? How is that better than the line about the bird? <laughs> because I well, okay. We're now we're talking about literary like yeah, analysis here. <laughs> um, I think it's better than the bird because the bird metaphor I've heard before, and metaphors were great. Like common cliche metaphors were great when you first started using them, um, and th- there's greatness in them, right? A bird without mm-hmm. a song—that's a great—that's a great idea. But it's like also saying something that I've heard a hundred times. I have not heard the specificity. In writing, specificity helps of saying I could I could touch a hundred other people, you know, like I don't know. I just like the other one better. More specific. <laughs> I've I've heard it less. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, bro. I'm not a writer anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you literally are. Yeah. <laughs> I literally have a book coming out next year and a deadline fast approaching. Here's here's yeah. my critique and here's a quick cop out in case you didn't like it. <laughs> <laughs> That's my, my literally my mo. All right. Uh, next up, we have "You're Still the One" by Shania Twain. Mm. We we both are familiar. Oh God, great song. Yeah. Great song. Great song. Looks like we made it. Great line. Like that's such a good opening line. If you would just hit one, and then looks like we made it. Boom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, no, I Shania, every Shania song has some like weird thing at the beginning. The noise she makes, or like a little <laughs> phrase that she says. <laughs> It's like her. It's like her mo. Um, great song. Love this song. Are there any questionable lyrics, Spencer? Um, the first verse is is pretty solid. Looks like we made it. Look how far we've come, my baby. We might have took the long way, but we knew we'd get there someday. Uh, they said, "I bet they'll never make it, but look at us, just holding on. We're still together, still going strong." Mmm. 
<laughs> they put three M's in the lyrics. Mm. Weird, weird toxicity being like, they thought we wouldn't make it and we, we did. Like, that is sort of like, but like, who knows? Maybe they is like, they're petty neighbors. Right. Yeah. 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 Being in a relationship to prove others wrong, probably not. Not a great idea. The yeah, best yeah, idea. That's, that's the vibe I'm going for. Yeah. yeah. Um, the chorus, you're still the one I run to, the one that I belong to. Mm. You're still the one I want for life. You're still the one that I love. The only one I dream of. You're still the one I kiss goodnight. Okay. Nine out of yeah. ten. Yeah. <laughs> that's great. Yeah. Yeah. The belonging thing is like a little weird. And also like the idea of you're the only one I dream of. Like that's not... That's reality. not realistic. I still dream about right. my sixth grade boyfriend by accident. By accident? By accident. <laughs> <laughs> you don't lay in bed at night being like, come on, sixth grade. Come on, sixth grade. <laughs> yeah. When I do dream about him, I'm like, man, like, what the? F- I didn't even have my period when we were <laughs> like hanging out. Like, why are you still in there? That's wild. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> I don't dream about people. I just dream about work. I have so no. many dreams of working at that coffee shop. <laughs> like, oh my god! And it's always so lovely. I wake up in the morning and I'm like, "Yay, I work at the coffee shop again!" And then I'm like, "Oh no, actually, I have don't." Clients. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I have uh, this dumb podcast that I have to work on all the time. <laughs> just kidding. I Did love you know it here. Sam called my baby dumb baby in a text message. <laughs> it was so funny. <laughs> what was the context? He bought. Willow and I a stroller because he's generous and kind for your and dumb supportive. baby. And and he goes, just so you know, the stroller's for Opal, not your dumb baby. <laughs> Great bit. Great and then bit. he and he like panicked and was and like, like JK, five JK. minutes later I texted like JK, I'm super excited about your wonderful yeah, baby. Yeah, we both love the joke. We just hadn't responded yet, so he panic apologized. You, you let that joke on red? That's rough. <clears throat> I didn't yes. mean to. <laughs> oh yeah. That's... Anyway. We still make we still make dumb baby jokes, Sam. Just so you know. <laughs> good for a pop country song. I think it's about as good as you could hope for here. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. charming and and genuine. Not that we're like actually thinking about real relationships, but like she. No wait, Shania Twain. Yeah, is she? Oh no, I'm thinking about Faith Hill and whoever the fuck she's married to. Tim McGraw. Thank you. Uh, yeah. Oh no. Oh no! What year did the song come out? Because she got divo- Shania Twain is definitely divorced. She got divorced in 2010. It came out way before 2010. Yes, yeah. it was oh, like no. a middle school banger for me. Yep. So or like late 90s. Robert Lang is not still the one. Dang. Oh, yeah, that's sad. She also said okay. if she could have voted in the 2016 election, she would have voted for Trump. So. Oh, good, good, good. Yep, mm. but she can't because she's Canadian. So yay. <laughs> It's always okay. weird to me when like big American <laughs> country stars, especially country stars, are Canadian, <laughs> right? Yeah. Or like Toby Keith, right? Not no Keith Urban, Keith Urban, who's from New Zealand or Australia. Oh, really? Oh, yes, and yeah. married to Nicole Kidman, and they have the same face and the same hair. <laughs> <laughs> I'm learning a lot right now. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so oh, he's Australian. Okay. Yes. Or no, mm-hmm. born in born in New Zealand though. Yeah, okay. Look at these random facts I know about country stars. <laughs> yeah, why why is that in your brain? Because <laughs> I think it's funny when when country stars are not from the American South. It's always like you found you saw this culture and we're like that's that's for me over here. Which like great, it's a great thing to be part of. But it's just so funny because it's so like it's such an identity. And then when people from outside of that like culture come in and are like, yeah, I'm going to take this identity. It's just like, why did you find this one and decide it was yours? You saw an opportunity that had a lot of money and a large audience that's easily fooled. <laughs> True. <laughs> <laughs> all, of our, all of our country fans are like <laughs> up in arms about this right now. It's fine. It's I fine. wonder what the origin of it is. Like, I'm sure it was not... I'm sure there were more origins than the American South, including like non-white people. Um, But yeah. You're saying the origins of country music in general? Yeah. And when did it become so entrenched with the identity that Sam was talking about? You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I think that is mostly marketing, I guess, is what I was getting at. Right. For sure. I like country music. 
But when we talk about country music, I'm talking about like OG. Dolly Parton. Yeah. Dolly Parton. <laughs> not Loretta Lynn. Chicks. Not pop yeah. country. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, speaking of sixth grade, next up is Wannabe by the Spice Girls. Which actually cannot wait. I recently this watched one. this music video and it is just one shot. They like they go into like a theater and like cause wreak havoc, like, oh my god, chaos. <laughs> <laughs> and it's literally all one shot. I was like, this is very impressive. Yeah. Yeah. And the without even letting Spencer dive into the lyrics, the if you wanna be my lover, you gotta be like cool with my friends. You gotta get mm-hmm. with my friends. Not a, yeah. Not a bad idea. Mm-hmm. But also Absolutely. like maybe a little limiting because sometimes our friends have like really high standards for our lovers. But like I like this as a pop song, but I don't know. Remind me of some of the lyrics. Well, the whole first 30 seconds of it is just I'll tell you what I want. You tell oh, me yeah. what you want. <laughs> just back and forth. Forever. Yeah, right. That's right. Off That's to a right. great start. Uh, <laughs> if you want my future, forget my past. Yep. If you So healthy. Literally so healthy. If you want to get with me, better make it fast. It's, yeah, it's preference. That's fine. Listen, well, it's like you don't want any dilly dallying. Yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> right. Uh, Let's get to the grocery store phase of this relationship. <laughs> now, don't go wasting my precious time. Get your Excellent. get your act together. We could be just fine. I love it. I'm I not really it. sure why you're all like ready to jump in head first with somebody who needs to get their shit together. Maybe like well, mm-hmm. one then the other, but whatever. Um. Okay, then we're back to I'll tell you what I want, what I really, really want for 30 seconds. If you want to be my love. You know what? Sometimes we have to remind each other to communicate. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. (laughs) Really, they're supporting each other. Mm -hmm. They're like, ask her what you need. Ask for it. Yeah. Tell me what you want. It's great. I love it. (laughs) If you want to be my lover, you got to get with my friends. Make Mm -hmm. it last forever. Friendship never ends. I love that. standard. Uh, (laughs) If you want to be my lover, you've got to give. Taking is too easy, but that's the way it is. Taking? Taking, yeah. Yeah, let's talk about that. (laughs) (laughs) What does that mean? (laughs) That you got to give. Give what? Taking is too easy. You also have to give in the relationship Ah, with me. You can't just take from me. You have to also give. Taking is easy, but you have to give me things too. Yeah. Friendship does not last forever. Sure. However, but I love this, the idea of yeah. my friends. I don't. Need we're always going to be friends. So like mm-hmm. you, you gotta be cool with everyone because like these are the people that are really important to me and they've been with me through all of this stuff. So like this relationship could end and I'm still going to be friends with these people. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a it's a decentering of romantic love. Yeah. Yes. Which I like. Mm-hmm. For for a '97 like girl band pop song. <laughs> They got a lot of things right. Uh, mm-hmm. Okay, next. What do you think about that? Now you know how I, how I feel. Say you can handle my love. Are you for real? Are you for real? <laughs> I won't be hasty. I'll give you a try. If you really bug me, then I'll say goodbye. I, that's explicit <laughs> boundaries. <laughs> I'm so glad this song holds. This song is a banger. Then there's the the another chorus and then the like rap section, which mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. so good. I don't <laughs> really they all come <laughs> they all talk about each other. <laughs> yeah. Here's the story from A to Z. You want to get with me, you gotta listen carefully. We got M in the place who likes it in your face. Mm-hmm. You yep. got G like MC who likes it on a easy V doesn't come for free. She's a real lady. As for me, ha, you'll see. Yeah, sure. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know what I, I don't know what ninety percent of that meant. Correct. <laughs> M M likes it in your face. That's the only thing I'm sure of. Yeah. <laughs> I feel better that I have never known the words to that rap. Like I always just am like making noises, you and know. it's like that's because that's what the rap is. Turns it's out just that's like very a bunch accurate. of like a yeah. series of letters. <laughs> you always come in and go, ha ha, you'll see. Yeah, exactly. Put a few letters in there somewhere, you're fine. <laughs> A, B, C, D, E, <laughs> you'll see. Uh, and then they say slam your body down and wind it all around for like a minute and a half. And then the yep. song's over. It's a great song. Yeah. Uh, Lyrically, just like killer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
What would your what would your criticism of that be, Sierra? <laughs> if if, uh, if yeah. a, an aspiring poet came to you poet. with those lyrics. <laughs> okay. Okay. Here we go. I would just say read that part really fast. <laughs> Which they do. Just gloss over it. Uh-huh. <laughs> People will be very impressed with how fast you're talking and not care Ooh, that it's just a so series funny. of Nonsense letters. I've seen it happen. Yeah. <laughs> Without music, even, you've probably yeah. seen it yeah, happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 No, totally. Yep. I'm sure I've seen it, too. <laughs> okay, next up is You'll Be In My Heart by Phil Collins from the Tarzan oh. soundtrack. Mm. Yeah, so I think it's I'm written... I'm going to listen to this album when we get off the phone. <laughs> oh, this album... <laughs> Whatever this is. is in... The Tarzan soundtrack is incredible. It's so I good. I totally agree. Is it all Phil Collins? Or is it just... All Phil Collins. Yeah. And then doesn't Oh my god, what are their names? The the three the three brothers. Hansen. Doesn't Hansen do a song on the album too? Oh, I don't think so. Maybe? Hansen. The one with the where the animals are all banging the pots. Trashing the camp. Uh no, I don't I don't think so. In sync. In sync. Fascinating. For the uh, that other podcast that I did, I interviewed the the art director of Tarzan. The other podcast, and by that you mean Finding Con- Quantum yes, Quest. Yes, for Finding yes, Quantum okay. Quest. Thank you. The Way dude to not promote the dude who directed <laughs> Quantum Quest was the art director on Tarzan, and that song that you're talking about, Sam, the trashing the camp thing. That is Phil Collins. All the music is like Phil Collins went to Goodwill and bought a bunch of pots and pans and made a oh, drum kit yeah. out of it. I heard that at the end of that, like episode two or whatever, where yeah. you were like, "Do you know Phil Collins?" <laughs> like, best question of the whole series. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I'm quite the interviewer. So yeah, this song is about. In the movie, it's the written from the perspective of a gorilla adopting a small human child. Yep. Compassion. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Empathy. That makes a lot of sense to me. That's Love. the healthiest relationship we've talked about so far. <laughs> Phil Collins says he wrote it for his daughter. Oh. That's very charming. Yeah. Uh, So, yeah. Come stop your crying. It'll be all right. Just take my hand. Hold it tight. I'll protect you from all around you. I'll be here. Don't you cry. For one so small, you seem so strong. Uh, My arms will hold you, keep you safe and warm. This bond between us can't be broken. I will be here. Don't you cry. I am way too pregnant for these <laughs> lyrics. I'm not pregnant and I am tearing up. <laughs> <laughs> okay, bonus. You're really small, but you're so strong. That's the that's the best line right it there. It absolutely is. Yeah. I do think that parents telling their children that they're okay and that they shouldn't be crying <laughs> is not a great way to handle emotion. But no, it's not. <laughs> I appreciate the sentiment. Phil Collins should rewrite it and say, it's okay to cry. Mm-hmm. It will be all right. And also shit's fine. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, okay. And then you'll be in my What's heart. Because uh, you'll be in my heart from this day on now and forevermore. Yeah. <sighs> cute. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. That's so cute. Also, like, shout out to a love song that's actually about non-romantic love. It's parental mm-hmm. love. Like, all about that representation. All yeah. about those interspecies families. And cute. That <laughs> family <it's> dynamics. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cute that it's a song from a dad to a daughter that totally. is not like weird, creepy, like yeah, we're kind like of quasi dating. When you're gonna you know date I mean? someday. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I own you and someday you I'll give him. you I'll give you to another exactly. man who will then own yeah. you. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Cute. I cannot wait to listen to that song when we're done and cry. <laughs> I'm literally gonna put it on my to do list. Listen to the entire soundtrack as loudly as possible and as I often as possible. That's my general life advice. Little Wing is now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. I'm in a period of emotional people. Is that all the, oh, I don't care crap? A little adventure. Where are you going? I'm going to steal a bird from the Russian pigeon mafia. Let's do it. Goes a long way. <laughs> Starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Life can hurt, but life is sweet. Little Wing, rated PG-13, may be inappropriate for children under 13. Now streaming exclusively on Paramount+. Plus. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Okay, uh, we've got, yeah, we okay, we got time for three more. I'll try and be quick. Next up is Truth Hurts by Lizzo. Uh, mm. Why men great till they got to be great? You know what I mean? <laughs> Healing. So that's the first line. Cathartic. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just say, before we even dive into the lyrics, like, I have to give credit to this song for being what I needed it to be, whether or not it was, like, healthy or fully, like, holistically healed. I needed this song during my last breakup. I, like, needed it to be like, all right, fuck you. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> it's a, it is an amazing breakup song. And I like the fact yes. that they're, she talks about her friends in it, too, right? Like, mm best friend sent me down in the salon chair mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. shampoo okay. press gets you out of my hair. It's a, it's a great thing. Like her friends are supporting her. She's like trying to get, she's trying to do the thing that we all do in breakups where we like change our hairstyle. Like it's all just speaking of Sam, I need you to tell me if you, if you think I should get long curtain bangs. Oh. I made Willow promise me the last time I got bangs that she would never let me get bangs. And this morning I <laughs> asked her opinion and she said yes. And I said, I'm leaving you. <laughs> yeah, what the hell? You had one job, Willow. Exactly. I <laughs> <laughs> think so you gave that, that job to the wrong person, honestly. We'll circle <laughs> back later. We'll circle okay. back. <laughs> so I'm going to say no because okay, you but don't like, want like bangs. Long ones, not ones that live on my forehead. Like got long it. hippie ones. Or 70s. I love it. I think that's a, that's a look. I'm anyway. gonna wait. I'm gonna wait till postpartum when all my hair falls out and dries up, um, and then y'all don't know that happens. Your hair after falls you give out. Birth, yeah, after you give birth, all your your like hormones shift and all the extra hormones and goodness that your body was producing to like make a human depletes and like your nails break and your hair gets really dry and falls out. Like it, Google it, postpartum hair loss. Yikes! Cool. Yes, totally cool. <laughs> what a perk. <laughs> exactly. Thanks. Well, if Eve hadn't gotten gotten an apple, like I love when we Sam biblically shames <laughs> procreation. <laughs> okay. Uh okay. Do we want some lyrics? First one? Uh yeah, do it. Okay. I just took a DNA test. Turns out I'm hundred percent that bitch. Uh, even when I'm crying crazy, yeah, I got boy problems. That's the human in me. Bling, bling. Then I solve them. That's the goddess in me. You could have had a bad bitch. <laughs> Non-committal. <laughs> Helped you with your career just a little. Literally such a that good line was healing to me. I was like, <laughs> you're going to break up with me? <laughs> or, or better yet, not, not take this opportunity that is presented to you both yeah. personally and professionally. Yeah, exactly. I I used to be very close friends with the man that that line is about, and she's 100% correct. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Is it that person that I know? Probably. We need to talk about this later. Okay. Um, I, my, my, my sparks are, (laughs) um, uh, not, okay, let me just say this too. Not that. I I don't actually feel like better than this person, this ex that we're talking about, or like, not that I felt like I could hoard my professional sex, sex, professional success, there we go, over (laughs) him or whatever. But in, like Sam has said on the podcast a couple times, like sometimes it's important to use anger. You know, sometimes it's important to like let yourself be in the rage so that you can like actually get yourself through that transition period of like, wow, this breakup is awful to Mm -hmm. I'm ready to move on. And I needed an anthem like this to allow myself to say and feel those things about myself instead of being like, oh God, why did he break up with me? Blah, blah, blah. Instead it was like, why did he break up with me? (laughs) 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 So that's what I'll say about that. I think it's like, Maybe not like the peak of like enlightenment or healing, but I think it's a very necessary and important step in the way to like being yes. okay with a breakup. Yes. 
I totally agree. Um, but we're talking about the dynamic in this song, right? So, like, taking out our personal things. Read a couple more lyrics. Kind of, like, take myself out of it. You're supposed to hold me down, but you're holding me back. <laughs> and that's the True. sound of me not calling you back. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, let's see. Hey, I'm glad you're back with your bitch. I mean, who would want to hide this? Okay, so... <laughs> <laughs> I'm into Maybe it. Maybe not I the lo- healthiest starting point for a relationship. I love half of reasonable. that line. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Who would want to hide this? Yeah, that's, that's that's great. Yeah, I will never, ever, ever, ever be your side chick. Yeah. But you were the side chick, which, no, you know what? We all learn. We all have life lessons. We all find ourselves on life paths that we don't want to be on. True. And now you know that. Also, <laughs> do, I don't think it's clear from that line that she was. It sounds like maybe her ex there was like is a also back in in her DMs trying to get with her again. And she's like, yes. why would you want to hide this? Yes, 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 yes. Good point. Excellent. I take that. Yep. Uh, then the chorus, why men great till they got to be great. Don't text me. Tell it straight to my face. Best friend sat me down in the salon chair, chair. Shampoo press, get you out of my hair. Fresh photos with the bomb lighting. New man on the Minnesota Vikings. <laughs> it's... Truth hurts. Needed something more exciting. Bomb, bomb, be bomb, be bomb, dumb, yay. Healthy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love it. I just it, it's so deeply relatable, and I think like like I said, just like a really healthy moment to be in in a rela- in a breakup where it's like yeah. I gotta put distance between me and this person. Yes, and I'm gonna uh, do that by being like fuck you, which I think is great. Yes, giving yourself permission to have that moment to have yeah that rage or whatever and then also turning the fuck you energy into love and support for your friends and your career yeah mm-hmm. such a good song i gotta listen to it again i i mean i that was like non-stop in my car multiple times a day for the month after my breakup because i needed to be like i don't want to be with this person I, I i would like backslide into like bad thoughts and i put this song on to be like nope <laughs> no. you put the singing single that's for sure yeah <laughs> all right. and then i met my wife <laughs> yeah, it all worked out great yeah, yeah it did it did we'll do one maybe two more next up we have that's what i want by lil nas x do oh yeah either or both of you know this song yes okay i was actually just singing it the other day and i feel like that song like flared up and was so great and then like disappeared or maybe it's just because i'm in my mid-30s and not cool not on tiktok yeah yeah (laughs) and i probably actually saw it on a tiktok (laughs) like social media moves fast this song is still constantly on the radio okay great okay i don't listen to the radio and has like a a billion plays on spotify yes yes so okay excellent lyrics uh need a boy who can cuddle with me all night keep me warm love me long be my sunlight Tell me lies. We can argue. We can fight. Yeah, we did it before, but we'll do it tonight. Oh, okay. Uh, yep. Continue. No, <laughs> yeah. no. Love the song. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Music video. Painful. Beautiful. Uh, but the relationship in it. Continue. <laughs> sure. Also, Lil Nas X is like 21 and probably wrote this song prior to... I'm just saying, this is like from the perspective of somebody who's like 19 or 20, maybe. Yeah. yeah. No. Yeah. And also, I mean, like, again, we're not doing literary analysis of the lyrics, at least in this song. <laughs> <laughs> um, but just zeroing in on the health of the relationship, we're like, oh, this is not healthy. But like, also, the song is a banger. <laughs> well, I guess that's what I'm saying True. is like, who did have healthy relationships at 19 or 20 years old? <laughs> None among us. No. No, no one on this Zoom call. I do appreciate, <laughs> definitely not. I do appreciate that he is like, will probably like acknowledging the fact that like people in relationships will argue with each other. I think it's just like the lying and the fighting piece that's like concerning to me. Yeah. 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 Like lie to me. Yeah. Yeah. That, that one specifically <laughs> yeah. is, is a problem. Uh, an Afro black boy with the gold teeth with dark skin looking at me like he know me. I wonder if he got the G or the B. Let me find out and see coming over to me. Yeah. Somebody want to tell me what the G or the B is? I would tell you if I knew. I think he's wondering if this cute dude is gay or bi would be my guess. Oh, cute. Oh, oh my God. Oh, like the G or the like B and like the letters. Got I think it. Yeah. Yeah. That's my that's take. Cute. 
Yeah. Yeah, that makes Cute. sense to me. Uh, <laughs> these days, I'm way too lonely. I'm missing out. I know. These days, I'm way too alone, and I'm known for giving love away. But I want someone who loves me. I need someone who needs me because it don't feel right when it's late at night, and it's just me and my dreams. So I want a, someone to love. That's what I fucking want. Yeah. Okay. I'm okay with all that. Yeah. That's great. I love that. Yeah. Giving yourself permission to be loved by other people. Mm-hmm. And acknowledging that you're like loneliness is a like a thing that people experience and go through. And it doesn't mean that we have to just like find a person to like take up space in the bed. But like he wants somebody to love and wants yeah. somebody to want and somebody to need. And that's what and I fucking wants- want. Yeah. Right. It's cute. And also like acknowledging the sort of tango that you have to go through when you're queer dating to be mm-hmm. like is this person i wonder you know because it's an added level of like are you into me but or like are you actually like as an identity into me <laughs> you know like yeah it's yep. it's i like the little nod at that all right last song quickly good for you by olivia rodrigo <laughs> i actually don't know this song oh really it's because well, you're not I, on tiktok <laughs> yeah I know, like, uh, I think you'd recognize it. Probably. Yeah, it's like, good for you. You have it. So the first verse is, well, good for you. I guess you moved on really easily. You found a new girl and it only took a couple of weeks. Remember when you said that you wanted to give me the world and good for you. I guess that you've been working on yourself. I guess that therapist I found for you, she really helped. Now you can be <laughs> a better man for your brand new girl. All right, that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> I do think it's deeply relatable and that like this thing of like I feel like I put a lot of work into this person and then we broke up and now they're like that the next person that they get is like reaping the reward of me doing all of this work on this person relatable for sure um and we also know that that like isn't necessarily true right like we don't we don't do work to like have an entitlement to a reward (laughs) right yeah like you know like you were trying out a relationship and it didn't work out and and now you are both different because of that relationship but also that sentiment is like really relatable and i'm so glad that there's like a song that perfectly encapsulates it wasn't there like a a lawsuit about this song yeah it the song is suspiciously close to a paramore song uh and uh i think there was some legal situation between olivia rodrigo and Haley williams got it Liz, Lizzo um, also got sued for the first line of Truth Hurts because she I, stole I remember that because it was like a meme or a tweet or something. Yeah. <laughs> we are living in a postmodern world. There is nothing original. <laughs> There's also that. <laughs> yeah. Um, I also like tapping into the same Lizzo energy, not the lawsuit energy, but the anger. Like, mm-hmm. I appreciate a song that's like, well, good for you. Have a good summer. You know, like. Yeah. <laughs> Have a good summer. <laughs> That's like my go-to. Um, what are the other lyrics? Uh, the chorus is, well, good for you. You look happy and healthy. Not me, if you ever cared to ask. <laughs> good for you. You're doing great out there without me. God, I wish I could do that. You can. I, I've, I've <laughs> lost my mind. I've spent the night crying on the floor in my bathroom, but you're so unaffected. I really don't get it, but I guess good for you. Okay, I'm going to say it. (laughs) (laughs) The energy of this song, the vibe of it is like middle fingers out, like, fuck you, I'm ready to move on. But the the lyrics and the essence of the relationship is uh, is un is staying in the unhealed. You got to Yeah, you got to direct that energy (laughs) somewhere else. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. Yeah. If it was like good for you, you look happy and healthy, and I am too because I'm falling back in love with my life, and I've mm-hmm. realized that I am the thing that you missed out on. But like, good for you for being happy, but also like I'm moving on. This is why I don't write song lyrics. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I would listen to that. <laughs> Thanks, Sam. Also, why why do you know so much about your ex's new relationship? Because you're yeah, you're creeping Social on media. Instagram, and you need to block that shit. Creep, block block it. It. Creeping on Instagram and crying about it is not, not. Yeah, what we I'm want. gonna say it's just a way to hurt yourself. Faux, yeah. faux empowering, but but like staying in the hurt. If you take yeah. out the guitars and drums, <laughs> yeah, it doesn't have the same energy. <laughs> sure. But guitars and drums, man, healing <laughs> for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, Collins. <laughs> yeah. If you scream these lyrics, they work. If you read them, they, yeah. it's not great. <laughs> totally. <laughs> All right, that's it. 
That is Sweet. the the ten. That's so fucking fun. <laughs> that was great. I want to do like thirty of those. <laughs> we also there was a suggestion that I fully support to do a uh, a rom com version of this. Oh, maybe mm-hmm. you could prepare. Can, will you do more labor for us and sure. prepare something for? Okay, <laughs> <laughs> that's great. So I'll get I'll watch. <laughs> yeah, I'll get paid to watch rom coms. Sure, why not? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We still need to do our Marvel recap. <laughs> yes, I'm almost there. Yeah, I've watched 21 of those goddamn movies in the last. I think I've watched like months. 23. Yeah, yeah. Fine. I'm just just heads up. I'm gonna spend the entire time talking about Michael Pena and Paul Rudd. That's. I know. Well, I was like deeply surprised by how good that movie was. Save it. We'll talk about it later. Yes. Um, all right. Thanks, y'all, for a fun morning. And thank you to our patrons for subscribing and supporting us on here. We have the most fun on Patreon, obviously. Uh, and we are we hope that you enjoy this silly content. Uh, remember, uh, sometimes you just need a good tune. <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it. Thank you. I'm going to write that one. I'm going to put that one on my, my mirror to look at in the morning. Tattooed. Yeah. Um, sometimes you just need a good tune and if all else fails. <laughs> just break up. <laughs>